What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. I'm Julian Osius. I'm here with my dog, Brooklyn. What's going on, buddy? What's good, bro? I hope you had a good little weekend of football. I hope everybody else had a good little weekend of football, too. What's popping? Yeah, uh, good little football weekend. Uh, not the best weekend for me in terms of sports results. <laughs> not terrible for me. Yeah, but <laughs> terrible um, for me. you know, we had, we had a lot of really good games, especially in football. Yeah. Um, there was a big upset in, in college. There's two big upsets in college football, which is kind of cool to see this early in the year, especially. Mm-hmm. And um, playoffs are about to happen in baseball. Their last game of the regular season was yesterday, which was Sunday. So we got playoffs yeah. starting tomorrow, which we'll talk about in a little bit. We got Game Six of the Stanley Cup tonight. Mm-hmm. We got a really big football game also tonight. So we got a lot we got to talk the about. NBA finals also. slated to start on, I believe, Tuesday as well. It's a so whole we, lot, whole lot of playoffs. We got a lot on. for you. We got a lot for you. Uh, we'll start with the NFL. You know, football mm-hmm. Sunday just happened. Uh, we had a lot of good games. This was a very interesting weekend. Uh, a lot yeah. of like higher caliber teams playing against each other, and we we got some good games. Pretty much what we expected. Uh, where do you want to start? We gotta start with the second meltdown in a week caused by the newly faced Chicago Bears quarterback Nick Foles taking the reign from. Mitch Trubisky, and leading another Falcons dismantling once again. 16 points the Falcons gave up. 16-point lead, and the Bears end up beating them, and the Bears go 3-0. and Yeah, um, I don't know how we woke up this morning and didn't see Dan Quinn be fired. Yeah. I, it's actually kind of shocking. I think they just didn't want to do it this early in the season because then if the next guy stinks, they'd have to fire him too is I think what they're <laughs> trying to avoid. Um, yeah, this is – there's not many other ways to describe this besides embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, last week, they play a really good Dallas team. Dallas is pretty darn good, but they have a really big lead and the Falcons are kind of pacing with them the rest of the game after building a big lead. And then somehow just do what Atlanta does best and figure out a way to lose. And then today, I don't, you you think like coming out of a week like that, right? It's it's a brutal loss. It, it hurts. It's terrible. You come into mm-hmm. this week with a just, we are not going to let that happen to us again. And what do we do? <laughs> We do it we to it a, happen to us again. We do it to a worse <laughs> team. Like the Bears are three and zero. Don't get me wrong; they're playing really well. They're kind of scra- <laughs> scraping and scratching by these wins, though. But yeah, they are. Uh, they're three and zero now. They make a really good comeback, like you said. Nick Foles takes the reins from Mitch Trubisky, and there's something to be said about that. When the Bears were two and zero, and they had like a bad half of offense, and they're like, you know what? We've seen enough, and they they give it to the Super Bowl MVP. And you see instant results right away. This is why they went out and got Nick Foles. This is why a lot of people were excited that they went out and got Nick Foles. Because if they have a yeah. competent quarterback, this Bears team could be something. I don't think they will, but they could be something. Facts. And so, yeah, it's just kind of fun at this point to to see uh, 
Dan Quinn just find ways to ruin games and ruin talented careers. And I mean, they didn't have Julio, but they they were up Which what twenty six to ten in this game. Yeah, you, you three still scores? can't let that happen. You're up three you scores. You still can't let that happen. And Nick oh, Foles no. throws for three touchdowns. And he only played hundred and eighty eight yards. Yeah. Yeah. Now you mentioned we're surprised that we didn't wake up and uh, see Dan Quinn fired. Another coach we're not going to get too deep into this game because there's just no need to. But as a Jeff fan, I'm just surprised Adam Gase isn't out of here too. Yeah, Adam Gase. After, after the start that we've had and the finish to last year and just everything together, I, I don't know how he's still standing in New York. Yeah, I, you know your that, guess that's would the be Jets as good talk as mine for today. <laughs> I'm not going to give you guys my pain. <laughs> it's, it's dark. <laughs> it's really it's, dark. <laughs> it's it's very dark. And, uh, you know, Adam Gase, um, I thought he was a bad hire. I've always thought he's a bad hire, and he's just proving it every day, every week. You love I to try see to be it. really optimistic because, like, I, I saw good signs here and there. Like, you work with Peyton Manning. You, you, could, do, you could do decent stuff. And I was, I was just terribly wrong yeah the the energy and the just environment he brings to this team is terrible here's what i'll tell you guys here's what i'll tell you guys to put into perspective how bad the jets have been if you combined all the points they've scored this season they would have beaten the colts by one (laughs) if they scored every single point that they scored all season that versus the colts today or last yesterday they would have won by one point so 37-36 37-36 yeah. is what that score would have shown. So, uh, they're, they're pretty bad, and we're not going to harp on that too much. Um, no, no. <laughs> a, a much better game that we had this weekend was the uh, the clash of two, two Hall of Famers, two MVPs. We had Drew Brees, and we had Aaron Rodgers. Both of them without Sunday their number game. one receivers, probably the first and second best receiver in the league. If we're going to be real, with Michael Thomas and Devontae Adams being hurt. Yeah. And, I mean, this game completely lived up to the hype. Uh, Aaron and it Drew did. both looked fantastic. Alvin Kamara looked like an RB1 in the league with uh, Christian McCaffrey being out for a little bit of time. Um, yeah. they, you know, and he just got a, that extension, too. So he's not falling into the, uh, the extension and not playing well trap that seems to have happened in the years past with running backs him and Dalvin Cook have kind of avoided that this year which is nice to see yeah Um, but yeah I mean year two with the Matt LaFleur offense in in Green Bay is looking to be something kind of scary at this point yeah they're they're looking good man they're looking really good I mean, to, to go, I mean, there's no fans, but to go into the Superdome and beat the Saints is not something that a whole lot of teams have done, unless your name is Minnesota, and uh, <laughs> which I think they've beaten the last three times there, which is nuts. Um, it's not something that teams do, and so it's a, that's a big win for the Packers. Oh, absolutely. Um, and now, on a really unconventional end to this game, mm-hmm. I, I believe the Saints went for the field goal on first down. They had about like thirty seconds left. Of timeout. So I figured, back. yeah, they get the ball back, and the uh, onside kick formation they do was just wild. They have the kicker getting ready. They fake it, runs like five yards, gets the uh, information on the line uh, with the kickoff team. Then the guy closest to it 
kicks a little dribbler, goes out of bounds, and it's just a really weird onside kick. And leave it to the Saints to yeah, try to leave, do that, leave it I mean, to Sean Payton to cook up the yeah the strangest play in the world to try and get something happening. And he's had his fair share of onside recovery, so I'm not really here to uh, yeah to hate on it. But, but not not mad at it. You, no. you try to get it back. You you go for the game winning touchdown instead of the. I mean the game tying touchdown instead of the game tying field goal. So I mean. Yeah, I kind of yeah, like that. Cool. Yeah. Just to try and give themselves as much time as possible to get that f- touchdown. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of liked it. But you know. Um. Yes, yeah, so the Packers win that. They move to three and zero, and the Saints move to one and two for the first time in like a couple of years. And they lost two so straight. Speaking of, so speaking of three and zero, oh, let's uh, let's hit it to Buffalo Ooh. and L.A. So this, this one game ended up being spicy. This game had no reason being spicy, but it was. Bills were up big, twenty eight to three, and then in very Atlanta fashion, they let the Rams come <laughs> all the way back, and the Rams were actually winning yeah. this game, thirty two to twenty eight. So they went on a very big run. Mm-hmm. And then, um, unlike the Falcons, the Bills are like, oh, okay, okay, we'll let you guys come back. We'll, we'll win this now. We'll, we'll put this away. And uh, Josh Allen looked fantastic, I'll tell you that. He has looked very, very good. With all the criticism that he's gotten. For, his man, for himself. Yeah, he, he's really um, developed. He's really gotten very confident with his arm. And obviously with his run, his rushing, I mean, he's he's a fantastic runner mm-hmm. as well. And, I mean, the Bills are 3-0, and and the Bills look dangerous. We, we kind of knew do, that man. this was going to happen with them because we kind of expected it with getting digs and that defense getting another year to glue together. Um, mm-hmm. Josh Allen having his, going into his – this is his third year, I believe. So we, we kind so, of expected yeah. it. But they and I believe have, on our preview episode we both had uh, the Bills winning the division. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So uh, and, they're right uh, on cue for that. Yeah, right on cue. And you know the Patriots do look good to start the year as well. Yeah, they do. So. But I, I but definitely this give game, a little edge to Buffalo right now, though. Yeah, and the impressive thing about this game to me was that the Rams came into this game very, very confident, and to have them down at one point twenty eight to three was just impressive enough to me because the Rams again were scoring a lot coming into this game and they were feeling yeah, really confident. I couldn't believe they were offense. down that much. Yeah, and the the Rams have looked good early in the year, and so playing the Bills in Buffalo, kind of a tough matchup. They wound up making a game of it, so it's there's no really yeah. good losses in the NFL, but this is as good of a loss as you can get when you were down that much and you were man you managed to come back. That has to feel at least. Like you can do that if you need to again Facts. in the future. So, and shout out to Josh Allen for eighty-yard game-winning touchdown drive. Yeah, I mean that that just so that's big baller moves right there. Yeah, you you go down the field and say, all right, it's ours. Yeah. you guys made a nice little comeback, but that that's it. And it's um, time. I I want to um. I want to congratulate the Lions because they were on almost a full year, a full calendar year, without a win. And uh, they managed to squeak one out against a pretty darn good uh, Cardinals team. Yeah. So, shout out to the Lions for that. (laughs) 
Uh, game winning field goal to win that. Yeah, Matt so. Prater doing what he's done his whole career. And then the last game mm-hmm. I kind of want to talk about is this Bengals Eagles game. Because what in the world was this? <laughs> this this game was something else to me. Yeah. It's <laughs> I mean, Joe Burrow looked pretty good. He had like very good flashes at times. Um Carson I mean, he Wentz. threw for 300 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Yeah, like he looked good. Now, he wasn't making like the big, big plays when he needed it. But him, I will say, him and T. Higgins looked really good together. Him and Tyler Boyd looked really good together. Like they were clicking. And Tyler Boyd uh, goes for 125 Yeah, on 10 catches. Yeah, and, and T. Higgins only had five receptions, but two of them were for touchdowns, and they were in, like, red zone area. So if that's the kind of mm-hmm. niche that T. Higgins winds up developing for himself, he'll be very successful in this league. He's too big to yeah. not be successful in that position. Facts. Um, you would kind of hope you got more out of Joe Mixon if you're the Bengals because you were kind of hoping that, like, Joe Burrow comes in and he doesn't have to throw for 300 yards a game because you have a guy like Joe yeah. Mixon, and that hasn't necessarily been the case yet. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it be kind of it becomes the case, uh, but then you look at Carson Wentz, um, two picks. It's his third game in a row with multiple turnovers. Um, he only threw for one touchdown. He did run for a lot of yards. He ran for sixty-five yards and a touchdown. So he had a good. He ran for a game-tying touchdown. Yeah. So and but him he's he threw for just over fifty percent. Um, he has not looked anything like the Carson Wentz that we saw when he was maybe MVP a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really know. I, I feel like slowly but surely, if this kind of trend continues, because now the Eagles are o two and one because this game ends in a tie because uh, for some reason they didn't try and <laughs> score at the end of the game there. Yeah. I, I, I'll just never understand that, but like you're that deep into overtime, just go for it. Just like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like you don't get a win now, and you don't get a loss. Like you're just sitting there with a tie. It's like that—that's what you wanted. You really got. You guys really <laughs> wanted a tie here. Like this game never happened. Now it's just. Well, because I think they they would have wound up kicking a field goal, right? Because they were at the the forty nine, so it would have been like a fifty nine yard field goal with nineteen seconds left. Mm-hmm. I just don't see why you don't kick it. I guess if you miss it, now the the Bengals have a hail mary chance. But like whoop de do, right? Yeah, I don't know. I I just don't like not trying to go for the win in a game like this. Like they just conceded. They said, "Yeah, we'll take the tie," to the exactly. Bengals. The team that just had the one overall pick, you can see to the tie too. That's <laughs> tough. <laughs> yeah. It's... So, so to me, like if, if there's any what? result that hurts the most this weekend, it's this tie because the Eagles definitely could have won this game. Probably should have yeah. won this game. You saw a lot of good things out of Joe Burrow. They'll figure it out. The defense only held Philly to 23 points. So good for as the record shows for Cincinnati, they're looking a lot better. The trend is definitely going up. And that's kind of what yeah. The do. two games that they lost, like it wasn't like they were terrible. Like Joe Burrow looked good everywhere. You saw signs of like good things for yep. a team that should suck. So they're, they're like you said, they're going in the right direction. Yeah. 
But um, that's about it for the NFL this week. There were some other games, but they weren't quite as interesting. You had that Tennessee Vikings game that uh, they came down the field and wound up winning. That uh, Goskowski, after that awful week in week one, was it week <laughs> one? Um, uh, yeah. Where he I went like so. 0 for 4 and then hit the game winner. Uh, this week he went 6 for 6 and hit the game winner. So quite the turnaround for him. Uh, so you gotta, and we also had the uh, Cowboys Seahawks. Yeah, and that's just kind of Russ being Russ. They almost blew that game. The Seahawks om- or they the Cowboys almost did what they did last week and came back. But the Seahawks yeah. are a little too. Um, yeah, I, I guess the Cowboys are just going to be the comeback kids this year. Yeah, and that's, you know, if that's what they're going to be and get down early, then so be it. And, we'll, and the Falcons are going to be the give it away kids. If only they could play each other every week, right? <laughs> now, <laughs> uh, that. That, that's it for the Sunday games, but tonight, we, we, got a, we got a nice one tonight, bro. We got a really nice Monday one night tonight. Monday night football. Yeah, Monday night football, Monday we night got... Football. Super Bowl champs and Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes going up against reigning league MVP and team with very high hopes, Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens actually come in as favorites in this game, which is kind of surprising to me, seeing that we haven't seen the Chiefs like falter at all yet. And, you know, they just won the Super Bowl. Well, we, we've had them struggle a little bit against the Chargers, and I, I think that's why you give the edge to Baltimore a little bit. Yeah, but coming out with a win, a big win, um, I'm not going to hate on them for that. But, yeah, the, the yeah. Ravens do come in as favorites in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is going to be really, really fun. These are the two the best possible quarterbacks. AFC championship um, preview. So. Yeah, definitely a playoff preview, most likely. Like, I fully expect to see these two teams play each other in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they feel like clear in a way the best two teams outside of maybe Buffalo in the AFC. Yeah. And then like a tier down, you got like the Colts and then like the Steelers down there. Um, I really, really like this. It's just going to be really fun. Cause again, Patrick Mahomes, he's much watched TV. Um, Lamar Jackson is as well for slightly different reasons. He does it with his feet. He makes plays happen. He doesn't quite have the wet. That's what's so crazy about these teams too. They feel so different. Like they do. The Lamar doesn't really have the teams. weapons. He doesn't have a Tyreek Hill and a Travis Kelsey. No. But like he just well, has Lamar a bunch of dogs. Himself is a weapon in itself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the full Swiss yeah. Army knife. Exactly, because you can't lay down. Exactly, and so you these can't. are two of the three best guys in the league. I'm gonna throw Russ in there too. I'm not gonna say he's the top two because Russ is the MVP so far in this season. But this is if he keeps on doing what he's been doing. Yeah, he will but, be. The MVP. But this is the uh, a quote Heisman moment for one of these two quarterbacks for the year. Uh, this will be yeah. this will be the game that we kind of look back at in a couple months when these two teams are playing again. And we're like, well, this is what happened then, and Mahomes just chewed up the Ravens' defense, or Lamar couldn't be stopped by the the front seven of the Chiefs. We're going to find out how they uh, plan and scheme for each other today because um, there's a lot to, to do to stop these two really, really good offenses. Yeah, and, and this is one of those games that whenever the schedules come out before the season starts, you look, you see this, and it's like, all right. That that's the game that we want to see this year because mm-hmm. it's just it's electric. It's prime time, young talent, electric teams. 
just it's great. It's exactly what you want. So it's gonna be fun tonight. And yeah, both of them are two and zero. So somebody's gonna lose. Exactly. So somebody's not gonna be perfect, and uh, that that road to the to the nineteen and zero will be will be doomed for one of them. Unless we tie again. If we get another tie, unless then, we tie, <laughs> you know, don't don't sleep on the tie. We saw one this week. Who's to say another's coming? I, I hope not. But. <laughs> As long as they don't punt with 19 seconds left in field goal range, I'm fine with it. <laughs> so that's, yeah, we week three, uh, week three was fun. So yeah, and it'll it'll end on a great note. So we're looking forward to that yeah. tonight. And then next week we'll be right back at it with some more football, but we'll also be right right back at it with a lot of baseball next week. A lot of baseball. Baseball talk is going to be ramping up like crazy now. Because I don't know if you guys have seen, but the next three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, every single playoff team will be playing in every single day of those three. Man. So it's going to be you wake up at noon, and then you go to bed at 11, and it will be baseball between every hour. It's going to be crazy. Three-game series for everybody. We got the expanded playoffs, so we got a nice little NBA-style bracket. Mm-hmm. Man, this this is electric. I love this playoff format for baseball. I really do. I, I really enjoy it, too, especially with the 60-game season. It just feels fun. I don't it know does. if this is something that we should keep forever, but for this year in particular, it just feels really, really, really fun. This season definitely had a lot of shining moments and, like, unconventional stuff that we definitely should look at keeping. Oh, 100%. I mean, if if you want to look at it, bunts are are down a lot of percent, particularly in the National League, because we just removed the position that every time they came up with bunt with the pitchers. So now they have the universal DH. People are actually swinging Mm -hmm. the bat. You're seeing more home runs. Yeah. And you're seeing, and the, who knows if the balls are juiced? <laughs> I, of course so. they are, but that—that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. here for. Give me the juiced balls, <laughs> yeah, and make sure they're here for the playoffs too. Actually, that's something that we we will uh, potentially be talking about. Keep because an eye the, out. Yeah, because last yeah. year there was definitely something awry with the balls as a like compared it was just odd compared to it was what they were in the really regular odd. season. Because in the regular season, the Twins and the Yankees hit. 17 million home runs. <laughs> and then come the playoffs, neither of those teams could buy They don't know how it. to square up a ball. Yeah. So yeah. whether We're or not just that's odd. just. Like you, you do this for the regular season, and then like come playoff time where you want everything to be going crazy, you take it away. Yeah. Who, and who now knows? you just look sus because if you did do this, now it's just cut all the way away. And now you're just, like I said, looking sus. So, I don't know. It's weird. Very sus. So, I hope they keep whatever the balls were in the regular season. Juiced, unjuiced, tennis balls, watermelons, mm-hmm. whatever they were. Keep them for the postseason. Just keep that consistency. Uh, the thing yeah, we um, are changing for the postseason is I don't believe we are doing the runner on second rule. Is that right? Um, I believe so. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. But I definitely uh, think we should keep it for the regular season. Not right in the 10th inning, but like 12th to 15th inning. I, I think definitely implement it. I think it will be cool for the game. I think yeah. it will be dope. 
we, we've talked about this on the side too. I'm I'm kind of on the side of play. If you're gonna put it in overtime or in extra innings, just put it right away. Just because you're trying to save time in the first place, why give extra innings of normal normalcy to then try and speed it up later? I don't know. I just put it in the tenth, but that's not important because we're not getting it in these playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but we are getting a three-game series to start, which is mm-hmm. also wild because, as you guys know, three-game series just can go any sort of way. The longer yes. the series goes in any sport, the more likely the better team is to win. Yep. And that's a fact. Uh, three game series, the Brewers could beat the Dodgers. It just it could happen. The Marlins could beat the Cubs. Yeah, it, it could happen. And something something to note. This is this is important. The Marlins, as an organization, have never lost a playoff series. I just want that to be put out there. <laughs> They've never lost one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Don't look for them to lose one now. They win in the <laughs> now, but they definitely have a chance to beat the Cubs, even though the Cubs won that division. And I mean, any of these teams really do have a chance. I feel like the only team that I'd say maybe doesn't would have been if the Twins played the Yankees, just for <laughs> just for like all is right in the world, kind of the balance of of power, as you will. But the Twins uh, worked their butt off last week and actually won that division, so they could avoid the the Bronx Bombers. So good for them, actually. Happy yeah, and fun. the Yankees did everything in their power to try to play the Rays and be the eight seed. <laughs> they really did. Um, real quick, we're not going to talk about individual matchups too much. But I don't know if you're looking at this bracket right now. I am. We're going to just go game by game real quick. Who's going to win? What our World Series is going to be? And see what happens from there, all right? Okay. We'll start AL, top down. Tampa, Blue Jays, who you got? I think you got to go Tampa. Tampa? Uh, I definitely like their pitching. They're, they're spunky with the bats. They can make it happen. Okay. Um, I'm going to take Tampa. I got I got Tampa too. Blue Jays make too yeah, many Blue errors. Blue Jays are just a little too young. Yeah, make too many errors and they run the bases like idiots. Rays yeah. will cook you up for those type of mistakes. Uh, Cleveland Yankees. Got to go yeah. with the Yankees because the talent on this team has just been nuts. And like, yeah. yeah, they've been in a slump here and there, but when it comes playoff time, you know what they're gonna bring. And Cleveland, like, they've been iffy for a while. They got hot at the end of the year. They they definitely have. Yeah, I'm going to take the Yankees, too. I feel like um, if Garrett Cole can at least match Shane Bieber, then I don't think the Yankees will have too much to worry about. Shane Bieber has had one of the best pitching seasons of all time, though, this year. Even though it was only 60 games, I understand that. It doesn't fully count, even though it does. Um, That's going to be the AL Cy Young right there. And And he uh, ended up winning the Triple Crown. Yeah, which is crazy. Pitching triple crowns is very, very difficult to win. Uh, next one, Twins Houston. Um, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twins <laughs> by a simple mile as that. One. They're playing well. Um, Astros aren't. It's just kind of that easy. Um, they yeah. don't have the starters that they used to to lock down the Twins. I, I think the Twins and Verlander's are- gone now because of Tommy John. 
yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Twins pretty easily in this. And then probably the most yeah. interesting matchup in this to me is this Oakland Athletics White Sox. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I'm actually going to go with the White Sox here. I think they've been playing really, really terrible baseball this last 10 days. Mm-hmm. But I think just the injuries that have kind of happened to the A's have are just, I don't know. I, I feel like the White Sox are going to just really uh, make this at least three-game run right here. Yeah, I, I got to agree with you there. Like, we, we go a couple weeks back, I'm probably going to say the Athletics, but like you said, Matt man, they just got hit with the bug. <laughs> yeah. And you know I'm a big A's guy. Like, I, Yeah, I, and shout-out to the A's for being the two-seed. Like, we got Tampa at the one, A's at the two, yeah, like, the two Twins at the three. Wars. Yeah, so shout out. We're going to get Moneyball Part 2. So, yeah. um, I hope the A's win that, though. I actually do want the A's to win that series, but I I just don't think they will necessarily. Um, so then we we kind of all – we both have the same teams on that. So um, Tampa Yankees we got. Uh, Tampa Yankees. I'm scared of this one, man. Like, <laughs> um, I'm scared because th- this is going to be a seven game, right? Five. Or is it going to be a five? five? This is five? a normal, normal ALDS. Okay, five games. Again, like, I like our bats better, but the Rays pitching, we just cannot hit it for some reason. Yeah. We yeah, just right can't here. hit it for some reason, man. 100% right. And it's it's a scary matchup, especially going to play at the Trop, because that's not where we get the um, neutral site right we get that uh no that's a neutral next site. Round? the only that's a neutral the only site? home field okay. advantage that we're getting is in the wild card is, so all the wild okay. card games are going to be played at the higher seed gotcha. stadium all three and then for the nlds um they're going to be at arlington for the alds they're going to be at petco and, yeah, and then i know uh we get uh dodger stadium and minute Maid as well yeah, yeah. for yeah so all um, right so, so you're taking the race that, 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 that helps us no, I'm, I'm taking the Yankees. Neutral site, no trop. I'm taking the Yankees. Yeah, I'm especially I'm gonna, in a five game. Like if it was a three game, I'm I'm yeah, I'm GG. scared, man. <laughs> GG. I'm I'll, scared. I'll take Ray, the Rays all day. Game too. I'll do that. Yeah. Um, I just think they have the the playoff kind of make, right? Exactly, and like you, you're gonna have Cole and Tanaka going, so that that's gonna be a tough matchup for the Rays. Yeah. Now the bullpen. We've had our woes with the Yankees, but I think they'll get together for the playoffs. The, yeah. They'll be fine. I, I I fully agree. Twins, White Sox. Man. I want to say the Twins with their bats, but this White Sox team, I feel like they're going to make a nice little surprise run. You think so? I don't think they're going to fold that easy. Gotcha. I'm actually they they got take- a lot of talent on this team. Yeah, there's a lot of, especially with the bats. I'm gonna take the Twins yeah. in a sweep on this one, actually. Sweep. Yeah, I, okay. I think, I think that the Twins, um, they have too many good veterans over there that have they been do. in this situation before. That they do. If they get a bad matchup, and you know, calling the White Sox is a bad matchup is kind of unfair. But when you look at the Yankees yeah. and Rays at the top, uh, you're definitely gonna take the White Sox instead of one of those two teams. Um, Facts. I just think the Twins are are ready to at least maybe make that run. Uh, so I'm going to take the Twins okay. in a sweep, actually, 
I got the White Sox in five. Okay. Uh, so you got White Sox, so Yankees, White Sox. Yeah. Who out of them? And uh, uh, it's going to be the Yankees. Yeah, I think that's their easiest matchup if they play the White Sox. Yeah, I it, think it's going to be. <laughs> like You're, you're going to have the storybook too? run that's early. Brutal. Yeah. No, it's definitely going to be the Yankees. <laughs> oh. uh, I have Yankees twins, and I actually take the twins in this one as well. I think twins, okay. I think they uh they get over that hump. I think they have a better starters than the Yankees. I think their lineup is equally as good when it's good. You know, when it's bad, I think they're both terrible. <laughs> but when they're good, I think they're <laughs> equally as good, more or less, right? And yeah. I think they have better starters and more good starters too. So, um, yeah, if, if I'm not Yan- mad at uh having that for the ALCS. Yeah, because if the Yankees wind up losing a game with Tanaka on the mound or with Garrett on the mound, I think they're just in big trouble, especially against the Twins. So, oh, I'm yeah, actually you're, have, you're 100 right with yeah. that. So I'm I'm actually taking the Twins in in the Yankees Twins. I, I don't want that. I'm a Yankee guy, but that's what I would take. So Twins in the World Series for me. Yankees in for you. Uh, to the NL, Dodgers Brewers. Yeah, NL we go. It's going to be fun having the two MVP, former MVPs go at it against each other, but I think you got to go with the Dodgers. Yeah, there's not really too much to think about here. Uh, both of those MVPs nah. haven't played particularly well, and one nah. of them is the best player on his team, and Bellinger is not the best player on his team right now. So that's just all yeah. you need to hear about. And and really, we got three MVPs. Oh, we got <laughs> so, yeah, we have three, and potentially yeah, we, four because Mookie, Mookie might in win there. again this year. So Yeah, so... Yeah, it's going to be fun, but I, I don't think the Brewers got enough firepower. No, nah, but it's three games, so you never know. You never know. Um, but still still taking L.A. Padres-Cardinals. Man. Shout out to the Cardinals for uh, sneaking their way in on the last day of the season. Yeah. But now losing Clevenger is tough. Yeah, they, they he, make that trade for him, and then he's not even here. Yeah. So that that's really really tough, man. But I don't think that hurts them I'm, in this series. No, I'm I'm gonna still give them the edge this series, but it's gonna be painful for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah, their their bullpen it has definitely been very very dominant though. So that's something to look out for too. Uh, Cubs yeah. Marlins. As much as I want to say the Marlins, just <laughs> for the meme, gotta go with the NL Central champs, Cubs. See, and that's this is where we actually differ. I actually think the Marlins are the better team here. You think the Marlins are the better team? I think okay. the Mar I think the Marlins have two very good starters in Sandy Alcantara and Sixto Sanchez. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need in a three game series. Yeah, I, I think I mean, Chris if Bryant, they're going games two and three, they're fine. But game one, you're gonna have the potential Cy Young, you Darvish. Yeah, so. you're de- you're definitely right about that. Um, Miami likes to find ways to score runs. They, they don't hit a whole lot of home runs. They, they do a lot of get them on, get them over type of stuff, but not with bunts, mm-hmm. just hitting the ball. I actually like their lineup more than I like the Cubs lineup. I think Chris Bryant mm-hmm. and Javi have been so particularly bad this year. Yeah. I, I want to say Javier Baez is the actual worst hitter by war this season. From I saw like a stat the other day that was that said Javi Baez was the worst hitter by WAR in Major League Baseball this year, which is crazy to think of. Yeah, that that is. And so when you have your two best guys, Anthony Rizzo's had a great year. Uh, so is um, 
Ian Happ. But I, I don't know. I think the things that made the Cubs good at one point are no longer what make them good now, and that scares me. Yeah. So in three games, uh, I, I actually it. take the Marlins. Okay. Cool. Braves, Reds. The Cubs. Yeah, you're going to be happy about this one. <laughs> but I'm, uh, I'm taking the Reds, taking down uh, the potential MVP. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Freeman and the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you, actually. Yeah. I, I, I think th- the Reds pitching uh, got a little bump over Atlanta. Like, Atlanta's talented. Don't get me wrong. They, they got it all over the place. But the Reds, man. <laughs> I think this is a particularly bad matchup for the Braves. Because the Braves yeah. strike out more than any other team in baseball, and the Reds strike more people out than any other team in baseball. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, and Sonny Gray is going to be going game three, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I just can't. <laughs> Unless well, Freddie Freeman is hitting a bomb a every at-bat, I don't see how to do this, truthfully. Yeah, you, you can't be surprised if it's a sweep just because of the Reds pitching. I mean, you're going to go Bauer and Ka- Ka- or Luis Castillo, and Castillo has been red hot his last four or five starts. Exactly, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and and Trevor Bauer might win MVP or not MVP, but Cy Young. So, exactly. I really like the Reds in this matchup in particular. If the Reds were playing the Cubs, I would actually have the Cubs, but because they're playing the Braves, I actually like this a lot for them. Yeah. Uh, go back to the top we both got the dodgers and the padres i think we both have the dodgers in this as well is that right yeah 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 safe to say pretty pretty as much as i want the padres to to make it happen yeah as much as i want to see it happen but now i will say manny machado going and beating the dodgers would be very very cool (laughs) <laughs> I would be, be very so down dope. for that because he had such a bad experience in LA. Yeah, like it was it, a it really, was. really bad experience. He went there and he didn't. He wasn't even playing well when he got traded there, and then he gets traded there and they expect him to be greatness. And it's like, let's let's. He's gonna be what he's been all year in that particular year, and uh, he's been phenomenal this year. He's got to be like third in ML or MVP. I'm, I'm gonna go with Freeman. Betts and then him as my three MVP guys. Fair enough. Yeah. Which is crazy that he's above uh, Tatis, but Tatis had a really bad like spread at the end of the year. Those last two three weeks, he yeah. did not hit particularly. And, well. and that happens when you're a when you're young a young dude. Guy, it happens. Like, yeah. Or it just happens in general. It's baseball. Yeah, but the future is bright for the Padres, regardless oh, yeah. of what happens. But the the Dodgers going forty three and seventeen is um. Yeah. <laughs> Not something we're going to look at lightly, and we're going to have them going to the NLCS. Yeah. All right. And then you got Cubs Reds. We got out of yes. that. Hmm. Now, the safe bet is obviously to just go Chicago, right? Mm hmm. But when you got are you the dr- are you red the hot. Are you drinking I think that I'm red drinking Kool-Aid? that big red machine Kool Aid, bro. <laughs> I think I'm drinking that Kool-Aid. Because oh, like we just see. said, that game one, two, three, is you're getting very punched brutal. in the mouth. Yeah. Just by the pitching. Forget about the bats. Just by the pitching. Mm-hmm. And now you sprinkle a little bit of the bats in there. You sprinkle what the bats what, can be. And you've seen what they can be this last week. Yeah. And now in a five game, the Cubs bats are going to be tough. Now, I give them the edge over the Marlins for obvious reasons. Oh, yeah. But 
man. I I think I gotta go in four games, Cincinnati. Really? Okay. Yeah, four games. I like it. So you got the Reds versus the Dodgers in the NLCS. Now I have the Marlins facing facing the Reds in that DS matchup, and this one's pretty easy to me. I'm gonna go with the Reds. Um. Not even so much of them playing well. I just think the inexperience of the Marlins is going to catch up with them. All that adrenaline of beating yeah. the, the Cubs is going to come crashing down onto them. And we'll have yeah. a Reds-Dodgers NLCS for both of us. Yeah. And I know uh, you, you want to go with one of them because you you got to fill in your prediction. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw out my Kool-Aid and go over with the uh, the Dodgers and have that Yankee Dodgers World Series. I- I'm going I'm going to be right there with you. I'm g- I'm going to put the Dodgers. Okay. I'm not going to be ridiculous here. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to look too hard into this. We're going to put the Dodgers <laughs> in the World Series and I'm going to have them okay. up against the Twins. So Yankees Dodgers for you, Twins Dodgers for me. And here's what I'm going to tell you. I don't think either of us have the Dodgers winning the World Series. No. So Look for your AL champion to win the World Series, from both of us at least. Because I just think the Dodgers are going to Dodger. Kershaw is going to (laughs) break. Walker Bueller's right there behind him, also (laughs) on the edge of of, (laughs) of breaking. And um, unless Mookie Betts just does some absolutely Herculean effort to bring this team from the depths of playoff uh, fear, I don't really know what it is. I don't know what's up with the Dodgers and why they can't win at all, but I just don't think they do it again. I think they fall victim to themselves. I really do. My uh, favorite storyline for this is Joe Kelly coming and being able to go up against the Yankees again since his whole like legend started with fighting the Yankees while he was on the Red Sox. Just, <laughs> it all comes full circle. Yeah, it's now true. Now we're here. It's true. So I'm, I'm excited for that, but yeah, it's the the pitching with the Dodgers. Like you got Kershaw, we we know and he's been great this year. That. He has been great this year. He's great every year. <laughs> this is the time where he's questionable. It's, it's facts. <laughs> so <laughs> we got a young Dustin May. We we don't know what we're gonna get out of that. Like Walker Bueller, he he's he's solid. He's solid. Definitely, I'm, I'm not worried about your Rice. No. So, yeah, I got uh, probably the Yankees in six, maybe. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say the Dodgers lay down. I'm going to take the the uh, Twins actually in five or six because I think if it goes seven, they lose. So, Twins in yeah, five or six. Yeah, fair enough. Um, which fair is enough. wild that I have the Twins winning the World Series, but... Um, you know, when you're... Yeah. You know, that, that's just what I'm feeling. They, they've been great. I think they have an easy they, path to the... To the uh, CS. DS or a CS. Yeah, yeah, I think they have an easier path to the CS than probably any other team. Facts. And so I really think that's going to benefit them a lot. Yeah. But all in all, if it goes out the way we plan, this is going to be fun. Now, listen to us next Monday, backtracking like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> because the Blue Jays, Indians, and Astros all wound up winning. Yep. And then uh, all of our upset picks in the in the NL don't pan out. So just just wait till yeah. we look like a bunch of fools. But but that's what we're here for. Yeah.
Exactly. That's what we're here for. All right. One last thing before we um, get all wrapped up, or two things real quick. Uh, two things. RIP Oklahoma football and their dreams of another Heisman guy. Um, <laughs> losing to Kansas State, absolutely brutal. They And they pulled their best Atlanta Falcons impression before the Falcons made it extra cool this weekend. They did it on Saturday. They had like a 38-20 to 20 lead and wound up losing. So uh, that's tough. Hit the road. See you later. No football player Hit for the you. road. <laughs> um, also, the, uh, the national championship hangover for LSU is hitting. Hitting hard. They got they put the henny in the in the the jambalaya over there, and, <laughs> and they have not recovered. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh man. Um, yeah, losing to um. Now I'll I'll give him a little bit of a break because Mike Leach, new head coach from Mississippi State, is um. Nobody knows the language of quarterback quite like him. Facts. He is as much of a quarterback whisperer as I have ever seen. He was absolutely nuts at Washington State. Washington State will never be as good again as they were with him, <laughs> uh, which, you know, it kind of sucks. Maybe they will one day, but not anytime soon. And immediately he yeah, comes but... into uh, Mississippi State and takes K.J. Costello, who was absolutely pedestrian at Stanford, and he throws for – was it 600 yards? A lot of yards. He throws for 600 <laughs> yards against way. LSU. Yeah, that that was ridiculous. So, you know, that's tough. That if you're ridiculous. an LSU or an Oklahoma fan, uh, it was a tough weekend. It was a tough weekend, especially with the Big Ten and the Pac-12 entering the the AP polls again. Mm-hmm. So, so also tonight, tonight we might have a champion. Mm. I know all of our Tampa listeners are on the edge of their seats. They woke up itching this morning. Scratching. Itching and scratching. The lightning. Getting ready. They're already clearing out Channel Side, downtown Tampa. They're clearing out everything. <laughs> Bayshore, they getting the parade ready. Game six. Game six. Tonight. Lightning are up 3-2. to two. They were up 3-1. They lost an OT to Dallas on Saturday, double OT, double OT on Saturday, and they won double OT. OT on Friday. So a lot of a lot of tired legs. They got a day off. We will. Uh, this has been a very good matchup. Like it's three to two, but the games yeah. have been really, really uh, competitive. Besides game one and two. Yeah, and uh, we'll see if the Lightning Thanks. closes it out. I want them to because I'm. We're trying to go to that parade. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Definitely catch us there. Yeah, you will see the spectators. Yeah, definitely the catch us there. Collab soon if they, <laughs> if uh, willing, you know, if if we're allowed. But yeah, uh, eight o'clock tonight. Lightning fans, get your jerseys on. Now it's tough. Steven Stamkos is out. He did show up like a captain does, score a goal, helps his team win, and then rolls off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. So that. That just adds to his legend for uh, Tampa if that helps the team uh, win the cup. But it's going to be exciting tonight. Absolutely. So stay tuned for that. And uh, that's not the only finals we got. It's not. Tuesday. We got the reunion final. Uh Uh-huh. LeBron and the NBA finals is here. (laughs) The bubble is getting ready to burst. Uh, Bubble watch is all almost over. Lakers send home the comeback kids. They don't let it happen. They beat them four to one. 
No yeah. 3-1 comeback this time. Go home, go to bed, night-night. <laughs> and then the Heat do pretty much the same. Uh, the Heat have really dominated in this playoffs. Uh, they swept, yeah. then they won 4-1, to one, and then they beat the Celtics 4-2. to two. You know, uh, there's something to be said about the Heat having all these guys that are late first-round picks, second-round picks, undrafted, uh, went to mid-major schools, all that, and they just punched the Celtics in the teeth who are a bunch of, like, all the, the prestigious boys, right? Not a mm-hmm. bunch of three overall picks, a bunch of high first-rounders that we bragged so much about them trading, uh, getting from the Nets all those years ago. And uh, yep. it just hasn't worked out. And as good as Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker all are, um, I guess Jimmy Butler's just better. And Tyler Hero. Jimmy Butler's and better, Bam. and that, that team is just stacked with talent, man. And they play together. They mesh so well. Yeah, this is maybe the best, outside of, like, the, the Clay and Steph combo, maybe the best, like, chemistry I've ever seen. Yeah, man. It, it's cool. It's cool to watch. It's very, very, very cool to watch. And to see, like... And th- this finals... Buckle up. Yeah, I actually think the Lakers are going to handle their business here. I really do. But I do think this will be the toughest matchup that they've had, which doesn't say much because yeah, they've only I don't, lost I don't think one it's a game cakewalk. in each series. But. Yeah, I don't think it's a cakewalk. No, but I do have the Lakers kind of winning it. I, I think LeBron is the most laser-focused we've actually ever seen him. Oh, man. Which is scary. Like, you they pan to him uh, pregame, and he, I've never seen LeBron look this locked in before a game. Yeah. Headphones in, just not even blinking, just looking like he's going to kill somebody. And then he does. He I've went never out seen LeBron like that. Yeah, 16 and 10. Like, bro. And the pictures of uh, him when the confetti's falling, he's just chilling on the ground, slides next to him in his socks, just chilling. Thinking about the next not, one. Not even, not even happy, just job not finished. I'm not done channeling his inner mamba. Yeah, th- so, there's just something. Th- this is going to be. There's something special yeah. about him this year. I, I don't think he gets denied. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Oh, man. And if, hey, if the so. Heat wind up winning it all this year, I think that's incredible. Uh, the Heat is. This Heat team is one of the most improbable runs we've ever seen. Oh, this is the one of the like best playoff runs of all time. And I would also like to add there's a lot of. NBA is rigged troofers out there, right? A lot of people like to say the NBA is mm-hmm. rigged. We're here for this and that and the other thing. The Lakers and the Heat yep. are both in the finals, and they did not make the playoffs last year, either of those teams. Yeah. So I don't want to hear all this. The NBA is too predictable. The NBA is rigged, all that crap. Because we have Jimmy Butler leading a team into the finals when he went through Giannis and Jason Tatum. I want to hear it. And I mean, you got to put the Pacers on there too. I like, mean, I had the I, I had the Pacers the heat winning it, but I, I for a second I was really thinking I had about the, the Pacers winning that series. So, but like to sweep them, yeah, I don't think anybody had no, that. that. That was very impressive. Like they come out and win, okay, no, no problem to sweep them. Well, and, and then they hit, they hit the Bucks, Bucks. yeah, with the gentleman sweep, like. And then 4-2 on the Celtics? Like, man. Uh, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. And um, and now, unless they have... Big shout-out to the... 
the NBA and NHL for their bubbles. We're we're in the finals for both of them, and both bubbles have been really, really, really smooth. Yeah, just minimal problems. Just some some Uber, <laughs> some Uber crossing the borders, and then uh, whatever the house was doing from the Rockets, just whatever nonsense <laughs> was happening there. I don't know. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I do feel a little bit bad for Gordon Hayward. He uh, he stayed in the bubble instead of going to see the birth of his child just to get sent home like three days later. That's tough. Yeah, but. Appreciate the dedication. But you you had the chance. Yeah, appreciate the dedication. Yeah, you, you had the chance. It was late in the playoffs. Yeah. Mm. And so... Um, gotta see what happens. Got anything else for today, Brick? We, just, we talked about a lot. I will say that. Yeah. We're another week giving you all the sports under the sun. So. Yeah. And so next week yeah. you'll get a lot of, in particular, baseball, like, kind of picking through and then some NBA finals as well. We'll we'll go more into the final stuff as the games are going on. Because yeah. preview wise should have, it feels we'll have a, dry. Yeah, we'll have a Stanley Cup champion by that time. Hopefully you see us at the parade by then. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And we'll be back for week four of the NFL. Hopefully the Jets win a game and I could be happier next week. Hopefully the Vikings can win a game and I'll be happier next week. Yeah, well, let us know who's going to win a game first, the Vikings or the Jets. It's definitely us. It's just not even close. <laughs> That's just not a discussion. But let us know who's going to win a game first because the Jets got a bad stretch. We we got Thursday against the Broncos. That might be our chance, but after that, it's it's rough. It's going to be rough sailing from here on out. Choppy waters. Turbulence like crazy. So, yeah. Yeah, so we will uh... – as always, thank you guys so much for for listening, hanging with us, rocking with us, and uh, absolutely, you know, keep in touch, stay on the socials at underscore to spectators, and we'll see you guys next time. Later, everybody.